Never Eat Alone by Keith Ferrazzi. One sentence summary. Never Eat Alone is a modern classic, which explains the art of networking and gives you actionable advice on how you can harness the power of good relationships and become a good networker to build a career you love. My favorite quote from the author is, Success in any field, but especially in business, is about working with people, not against them. Keith Ferrazzi. Keith Ferrazzi learned about the power of personal relationships early on in his life. Not only did he observe how people interact and reciprocate favors as a caddy in the local country club, but also learned that Moxie pays off. When his dad went to his boss's 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 boss, the CEO of the steel company he worked for, to tell him he wanted more for his son than he ever had. As a result, Keith went to the best private school in the country on a full scholarship. Nowadays, Keith's Rolodex counts well beyond 10,000 contacts, whom he can count on to return his calls. In 2005, he shared everything he'd learned so far about being a good networker in Never Eat Alone. Even back in 2005, over half of all jobs were found through personal contacts, with only 20% resulting from applying to advertisements and just 10% going to people as a result of unsolicited applications. By now, over 80% of jobs are landed through networking. So a few tutoring lessons in the subject you never had in school can't hurt, can they? Here are three lessons to help you become a better networker. 1. Relationships aren't like cake, they're like muscles. 2. You must build your network long before you need it. 3. How you spend time with people is much more important than how much time you spend with them. Ready to become a super connector? Let's do this. Never eat alone lesson 1. Relationships don't disappear like cake, they grow like muscles. This answers the question, what's a good analogy to describe human relationships? There's a great analogy in the book to describe how relationships actually work, which is a good thing to know before you start building them. Keith says they're not like cake which disappears over time, because it gets smaller with every slice you take. Relationships have a lot more in common with muscles. The more you use them, the stronger they get, because they grow each time you exercise them. But just like your muscles, building relationships takes time. If you go to the gym for the short-term investment of working out once until you collapse and then expect to look like Arnold the next day, you're in for a disappointment. Instead, constant generosity and loyalty will get you where you want to go. Sticking with the muscle example, if you show up to the gym twice a week for a year and are generous with how you treat your muscles by giving them lots of breaks and eating well, you'll re reap the rewards of a good body. For your relationships, this means not giving up on your coworkers once they've helped you with that PowerPoint issue you've encountered, and loyally repaying the favor. For example, by generously listening to them for half an hour if they tell you about their marital problems. In a nutshell, if you want to be a good networker, never ask, how can others help me? Rather, always ask, how can I help others? And you will do just fine. Never eat alone, lesson two. Start building your network now, not just when you need it. This answers the question, when is the best time to start networking? There's a really cool quote about the principle of starting early. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is today. Just like you can't buy safety vests when your ship is already sinking, you have to build your network long before you need it. If you build a basis of understanding and trust with someone, you can sure count on their help when you eventually face a problem you can't solve alone. Nobody likes a leech who only comes to you when they need your help. 
Everyone wants to feel respected and valued. A good networker builds relationships like a marathon runner, not a sprinter. For example, when he was only 22 years old, Bill Clinton started writing down the names of everyone he'd met that day every evening, in order to remember them better. You can bet he called some of those people when he was campaigning to be president, and they helped him because they'd known him as a genuinely nice and interested guy long before. Never eat alone, lesson 3. How you spend time with people matters a lot more than how much time you spend with them. This answers the question, what is more important in relationships, quantity or quality? Most people get a headache thinking of networking, because they think of it in terms of width, not depth. You don't have to have 10,000 contacts like Heath, and you sure don't have to send out 10,000 birthday cards each year. A good network doesn't consist of fleeting acquaintances. It is a web of real, trusted friends. That's why you should look for what Keith calls relationship glue. The stuff that turns acquaintances to friends. You know, the tough mountain climbing trip you go through alongside each other. The four-hour midnight philosophy talk. Or the exciting football game you went to. Don't look at how much time you spend with people. Just how you spend it with them. Get to know people in a setting where they're having fun not where they feel they have to make small talk, in order to comply with social conventions. The best small talk isn't small talk at all. Be open, honest, share vulnerable moments from your life, and most importantly, give people your full attention. One friend is worth a thousand contacts, so don't rush building your network. Take it one step and person at a time. My personal takeaways from Never Eat Alone for 2017. I pulled out this book summary very recently when I was answering a question on Quora about networking and how the best people network. And really to cut to the core of what Keith Ferrazzi is saying is, I think the best networkers don't really network at all, right? They just go and bring, they just bring value wherever they go. So if they go to a conference, if they go to an ice cream shop, if they go to work, wherever they go, they look around and they say, what can I do here? How can I help here? What can I do to help here? And then they help the people that are there. And that's how they build their network. And they do this all the time on autopilot. It's their default setting, their default mode. And that's why they're always building their network. And that's why they can sure count on it when they need to. <clears throat> An example of uh, Seth Godin makes is when you have a Kickstarter and you want to raise $100,000 for a new product, most people is like uh, do this like they have the product ready or or they have everything ready and then they're like okay let's do kickstarter of course they have zero people for the kickstarter so they open the kickstarter and they hassle everyone and they're like buy it now get it get it get it get it help us kickstarter blah 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 let's get some press and instead what someone like seth godin who's been blogging for 20 years in essence starting on an email list and then moving it to blogger eventually uh, what someone like seth godin does is like all they have to do is whisper they, when he has a new thing, a new book out, and he did one with Kickstarter once, it's like he sends out an email to his list or writes a post on his blog. It's like, yeah, we Kickstarter, we're ready for the new blog. And boom, in 24 hours, it goes to 100% funding because he already has the audience. He already has the network long before he needs it. So basically, when should you start networking? Right now, how should you network? Just make friends, be generous, be helpful, give, give, give. And then eventually, when you have to ask something, you will have somebody you can ask <clears throat> right totally different uh, totally different view when you uh, have uh, so 
wait until you have an ask and then live, live your life in a way that when you have an ask, you already have someone you can ask instead of um, coming up with an ask and then trying to find who to ask. So uh, just a way of reframing it, I guess. Um, of course, like the more you use your relationships, uh, it's about spending time and doing things together as well. But it's mostly about giving more value to the other person. Gary Vaynerchuk always says, I like to give 51% of the value to the other person because like, I'm happy. It's like a figurative uh, number, but you get the point. Because then he always has like leverage. He can. He's always in the mode of where he can call in favors as opposed to being called upon for favors that he owes to people, which is a much, much better position to be in, not just financially, but with people as well. Um, obviously, we talked about starting your network right now. And then quality time. I mean, I see this with friends all the time. Last week, a friend was here and he had a really tough week, a tough two days. He had to work a lot. His boss is kind of a screwed person and uh, pushed around appointments all the time. So all we really did was when he arrived, we walked to a burger joint. We had some burgers. Uh, we talked a little bit at night before we went to bed. And that was it. He was here for like 36 hours, a very short time. Um, but I enjoyed it. And I was like, hey, super, like, thanks that you came. Like, it was super cool. Uh, glad to catch up and so on and it was and those like two three hours of quality time we had i would rather take those with him like a super good friend i would take those over a two-day trip with someone i'm not as close any day of the week right so um and especially as you get older you grow farther apart with everyone you want to start a family you build your own life that's just the natural progression of life but having a set of 10, 5, 2 people you can see once a year and spend like a quali some quality time with them, um, that's worth gold. And that's, that's, more than, that's more than you need, really. I don't think you need a lot of friends. I'm an introvert, um, so I generally don't default into that. Obviously, if you're an extrovert and you need more people in your life, sure, go ahead. Do the wit thing. Like Get 10,000 people in your Rolodex. If that makes you happy, do it. But always keep in mind quality over quantity. Don't spread yourself too thin um, with your relationships. Rather invest in them. Invest in them early. And then you can be sure whenever you need something, you have someone you can ask. Hope that's been helpful and see you on the next summary.